the, we got Luke the, one, the, the, the BB-8 you control with your iPhone. Yeah. It like connects to it. And all. It yeah. is cool, but it, it can't do it on carpet. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has yeah. to be like tile floor or something. And as soon as it hits a bump, the, the top of the dome just falls right off. <laughs> That's funny. So he played for for like six minutes and then haven't seen it since. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Lindroid, which is not its full name. It's not. In fact, droid isn't even its name, technically. But it is a droid, so it's fine. Is it? Is it? Do you think it's L-I-N? Do you think it's pronounced it's L- L-I-N? <laughs> I don't... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll go... No, I'll wait. I'll wait. Just to... I guess I okay. could answer your question, because it's not even in a story. L-I-N, as far as I can tell, means nothing. It doesn't stand for anything, so it doesn't even really matter. Lift it, Nathan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Hopefully Matt doesn't have behind the scenes a guy who operated it was named Nathan, you know? (laughs) I remember Lindroid. He uh, had got a lot of concussions and he had to retire early. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Derek Lindroid. (laughs) I stumbled over that. Well, the Lindroid appears in A New Hope. It does. Done. Come on, I don't Dave. know what this is. Oh. Now Dave's curious now. If it was from the prequels, he would just sit mm. back and drink three beers, right? <laughs> I was plotting my escape. And now that I know it's from A New Hope, I'm going to sit up and drink three beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Cybot Galactica Chris. That sounded, that sounded like a good old-fashioned name, like the ones you used to do. Well, they get worse. Um, <laughs> ones they used to do were just their fucking names. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one reminds me of of, of Matt at, so this, this one's not bad. I'm also with Mining Droid Matt. No? Yeah. <laughs> just like it. Are you saying, yeah, they're getting worse? Or, yeah, just, just like it? Is no, it at least they have... I mean, I mean, not that I'm a stickler for this needing to be about Star Wars. I'm all for the tangents. But... Your names only used to be Star Wars, and now you take every opportunity to have them be like characters from Moonlighting or Coffee or whatever That's you. Right. So at least this is Star Wars names. So okay. far. So, so, so far. far. Uh, I'm also with Dome Dave. Dome Dave. He's saying I'm going bald. Because well, we I am. Yeah. Chrome Dome Dave. Do you ever- did you ever go to to the Walmart and you know how they have the self checkouts? Okay. Yes. And there's a fucking a camera that sees the whole area, the whole square area. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever see the back of your head <laughs> on those cameras? <laughs> Is look that what ne- you do? Oh, look next time. I'm looking up there. I'm like, uh, that can't be me. Basically, <laughs> what what you hear? You hear this word going. <laughs> you look up at the camera, and then you just hear whistling. You look down. <laughs> ball, ball, ball. What? Stop making but, fun of me! There's camera. a but, there's a real but good the, chance. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Chris. No, but there's times I think that the lighting makes you look balder. It, it, it makes you see put, it easier. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it too. 
Ever since they put those cameras in, Rogaine sales have gone through the roof at Walmart. <laughs> it's a it's a bald filter like Snapchat. <laughs> you sit there and you're like buying your cheese balls and stuff, and you look up and you go, "Holy shit!" Excuse me. What are you saying? Where are the men? <laughs> Where is no. that can of hair? Bugles. Remember that? It's just fucking spray paint, you know? Yeah, Ron, Ron Popeil. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reasonably sure I may have told this story, but I'm going to tell it again quick because you said you go to Walmart and talking about hair. We walked in a Walmart once in front of a guy. I don't know, a little older than me, so late fifties, early sixties. We're following him in. It's windy out. We're following him in. We go into the store. We both take a left. And in in, you know how in the middle of the aisles they just have shit stacked. It's like we need to get rid of this shit. It's just there. I don't know yeah. what it was. It was like probably like I don't know adult diapers or something. But in one of the boxes was a hairbrush. God knows where it came from. He picked it up, fixed his hair with it, put it back down, and kept walking. Oh my god! That's Central Florida for it you. is. Yep. <laughs> that story made my day. <laughs> At least you had hair to comb, I, I guess. guess right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and last but not least, Durasteel Tim. Durst, Durasteel, Fred, Fred Durasteel. Dura now um, I need to make sure is Durasteel in the first paragraph of the article on, on Wikipedia because I I notice that ninety percent of the time <laughs> your names are taken from the first paragraph. I and... do. No, I don't believe there's two in the first paragraph. Hey! Suck it, Tim. (laughs) Put the extra work in on this one. Yeah. You went into the second paragraph, maybe. Was was Saibot in the first one? Come on, these names are are magnificent. But now I'm wearing a hat now every time I go to Walmart. So, all right. (laughs) Oh, you know what? There are, all these are over on the little sidebar. <laughs> ah, you didn't. You didn't say that. You thought they went to the paragraph, didn't yeah. you? Went to the sidebar. Which all is right, basically, man. Basically, bullet points. <laughs> Tell us about this dome that's not in Walmart. All right, a Lindroid. His full name that I was joking with you about before we're recording is actually oh, I it's full. I, I guess <laughs> uh, name title. I don't know what you call it. Lin Demolition Mech Autonomous Mine Layer. <laughs> yes. Mine layer? Mine layer. Not a mine oh, flare. Not a mine flare from Stranger Things, a mine layer. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at one? it now. Okay. Yes, well, what, from what? <laughs> Stranger Things? Anyone? Ugh. Bueller? Oh. <laughs> Why do I talk to Dave? Dave I've, seen, I've seen the first season and a half. Oh, Dave that, hates yeah. popular stuff. That's he doesn't true. get on board. Yep. Uh. <laughs> 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 I hate everything everyone loves, including Betty White. <laughs> Including Star Wars. <laughs> All right, this thing's cool. I see it now. So yeah, this reminds me. This is like a the the desert equivalent of a Roomba. It, yeah. yeah, let's let's get. I don't think I ever really designated a point of describing what this is. So this is it is in a New Hope only. I have not seen this being redesigned and used in any of the movies since then yet. And it is just a big round, like a third of a, do- a sphere, not even a half sphere. That is just trolling along when the droids are setting up all, or I'm sorry, when the Jawas are setting up all the droids at the Lars homestead for sale. There's that one that's just a half, half round droid with some wires and antennas sticking up. And it looks like it has like lights flashing down the back of it underneath the Yeah. I always wondered about those, those lights, if those were inside of it or if it was a reflection of something else. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, because in the movie, yeah, it looks like there's three, three or four like bulbs on it. Yeah. Well, we don't get the answer in this, so <laughs> just keep wondering. <laughs> no but, answer. But you- you can imagine it being practical because the thing is black. Probably, this thing yeah. Does any kind of work at night, you would need something on it, or Uncle Owen's going to stub his toe <laughs> yeah. on this thing. And I also, one big round Lego. And I, I, my my initial thought uh, at one point when thinking thinking about that was it a reflection? But it's like they're too evenly spaced for it to be a reflection on a curved surface. Even if there was a line of lights, which they're probably more using reflecting the sunlight in this desert scene and actually using light lights. Even uh-huh. with even with that, it's it's a curved surface. They're like way too uh, already in a row plus evenly spaced. So I think this does have. I think they did go as far as just to put lights on it to make it look a little more droid like or mechanical or, for lack of a better word, Star Warsy. In space, there's lights. Yes, spacey. <laughs> Switches oh, lights boy. and stars. Don't yeah. lump us in with him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Spacey went. There are our little Spacey droid went straight for Luke. <laughs> <laughs> that, little, that, that little grabber has a thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Hot stuff. So you're a farm boy. <laughs> Tell me about that. Then it made a kooky social video, a uh, social media video of one of his old characters that made absolutely no sense. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> Everyone saw straight through that, Spacey. Uh, all right. So, Lindroid. Lin, Lin Demolition Mech. Lindroid. Or just Lin. I'm calling it Lindroid. I'm not reading that out this whole time. Mark Lynn Baker? No, no. Uh, wait, who is that? No upper lip. That's what it is. Oh, I don't think I ever knew what his real name was. <laughs> yeah. and, the, and, and the whole the constant Larry Appleton. That that was just that was just the one episode where Marklin Baker started talking like Balky, right? No, like he, he lost. Called, he called him that all the time. But huh? like, like I, I, there, I, I seem to remember there was an episode where like Marklin Baker for Larry Appleton forgot it. Like he, he had like amnesia, and he's like, "What's my name?" Is a constant Larry Appleton. Hello. What? There was a, there was there was a, there was a amnesia episode. Like you host a- your perfect strangers <laughs> in character, and I'll host mine. <laughs> episode one, Mister Twigasetti. <laughs> I'd call it perfect podcast. <laughs> Shit, that's a good name. All right, Tim, you win. <laughs> oh my. Okay, where was I? I was on the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, ah, Carson Larry Appleton. <laughs> That's funny that his middle name is is or his first half of his last name is Lynn. Considering we're talking about the Lynn droid, the Mark Lynn Baker droid. Wait, that was, that was a joke you made. Up. That's that's what led all of this. What the fuck? Oh my god! Holy shit! It's been now so long. Since, it's, I know it's been so long yeah. since we started this episode. I forgot what the original Carson joke was. Matthew Hansworth. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, so okay. We described what he was. He is that dome-shaped droid, and he was designed and manufactured by Cybot Galactica, which <laughs> is not Chris. Is not what is the other one? And I didn't. I should have wrote it down. I think I remembered it when I wrote the notes. There's a, like there's there all the other droids. All the Astrovec droids were made by another company. It's the only company we oh. talked about. This is like the first time we've got a second droid manufacturer in this show in it ten was years. Like, 
something industrial automaton is what we called uh, it. Yeah. Even though we're saying uh, it wrong. Yes, that's what it was. Industrial automaton. Automaton. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So finally, it took ten years to get another another uh, name of droid company on this show <laughs> and this is what this? they came up with yep, that was it yeah. and that's why they went well well we'll probably figure out here shortly why we don't hear much about them the one the one makes transformers and all these great things this is the gobots this is the gobots of the droids yes yes and there's probably there's, there's got to be one below it that just makes like pharmacy robots <laughs> <laughs> so it was designed and chris's names kind of alluded to this it was designed to plant explosives and it was mainly used to plant explosives on battlefields like landmines or to blast away rocks like a mining droid. So it either th- that word mined, you can kind of interchange it between landmines or mining through rock. That was its primary purpose. Doesn't look like you can do either of those things. Yeah. Well, okay. He's got some design issues which we're going to get into here. Okay. <laughs> well, first, his most recognizable feature is what we use to describe him in the first place. It's like that one-third sphere, not even quite half a sphere. And that is heavy black durasteel. That is the body that surrounds everything underneath. Most of the, from the descriptions and everything I've read, it's, it accounts for like 95% of the weight of this droid. And that <laughs> thing is fucking heavy. And okay, I did say he got uh, in the droid lineup outside the Lars's home in the New Hope, so we got that out of the way. Now the dome shape is a weird choice, and it was made to accommodate the Durasteel because this particular forged Durasteel was strong enough to deflect the explosive blast and protect it from falling rocks bouncing off it. Literally, here's the rub: it was so damn heavy that the drivetrain for this droid could barely move this thing. <laughs> so it was extremely slow and always, always within the blast range of the mines that it would set off. It's yeah, like, as it's, soon as it sets one off, it's rolling away super slow. Yep. Boom, it's fucked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's like the Mars rover. You know how like, how like you'll you'll watch it on the 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 web on the NASA thing and it takes them like nineteen hours for it to turn ninety degrees. <laughs> yeah. And then like two more two more days for it to go forward five feet. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen, speaking of that, this is actually fascinating to me. It'll take these like extensive pictures and sonar of the ground below it, and then they'll go out, uh, out back. I don't know. They'll go out to somewhere outside and they have a mock-up of like, of, of 20 feet, any distance of the, of the rover with a, with a mock-up of robot, local rob, uh, remote control one, and they'll place the rocks and everything exactly like it's about to train to make sure it's able to climb over them and get to where they want it to be. I thought that was fascinating. That yeah. they, they duplicate everything on Mars like 10 feet at a time before they send instructions to the rover. Then when they see a little green man running towards yeah. it, they put on a... <laughs> right. they, get, they, they spray paint a little green, little, little green guy outside to go kick it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> get, up. get off my planet, see? Yeah. They get a skull, small squirrel and glue antenna to its head and let it go crazy in that little field. <laughs> I'm green. The planet's red. Complimentary color. See? Kick. Kick. Why Robot? is Tim? Tim is Edward G. Robinson. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. See? Sent John Carter a bunch of years ago. See? We, we, we <laughs> dispatched him. Lickety split. See? Yeah. <laughs> Add that to your list, Tim. <laughs> Edward, Edward Greenman Robinson. <laughs> and then when it comes time to do a, a drama, uh, a audio drama, you'll forget and just fall into Tony Danza. 
Hey-oh, lickety split. Oh, hey, the Eagles. I kicked you. I kicked you again. Oh, uh, Mona. So I'm actually fascinated by this trade-off in design. It's like, do you, it's it's like, was it six, one half dozen, the other? Do you make a droid that can withstand its own explosives that it's setting and then make it in doing that, you make it so it can't move, or do you make a lighter, quicker droid that gets which one do you choose? And I don't know which one is better. I would think the lighter, quicker, but uh, I don't know. Then it doesn't, it, it can't, if you use it in a wartime situation and you see the, the enemy spots it, they could blow it up. Whereas this thing, you probably take an yeah. easy blaster fire and keep laying mine. So it probably matters how much a custom manufacturer in this pretend yeah. company. You would think you would want the thing, if if they're cheap, they can be disposable. You want them to plant more mines rather than last longer. It doesn't seem like money's hard to come by in Star Wars. Anytime anyone needs it, it's there and available to them. It's like that there's no there's no law against shooting someone in public in Star Wars. And there's also like an easy, it, money is everywhere if you just want it, it seems, now that I think about it. So I don't think but cost I'm- is ever a factor in anybody in this stuff. I'm looking at how big are the mines because this thing's not that big to hold like hundreds. Well, it holds like six. Um, like, how, it doesn't say the number, but think about like a thermal detonator. Everyone in Java's palace seems scared to death of that thermal detonator. So if a, something that small could blow up an entire room full of people, oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, all right. Star Wars technology right. is like got a, a big bang for its buck. Yeah, that makes more sense then too because I was with Chris. I was thinking our kind of mines like the yeah, like a yeah. world, world war ii size mine yeah. it would fit like three or four of them in there and, and then, then what it's got to take the long ass ride all the way back and stock up on more and get, if, and get three more yeah <laughs> so, so it, like, it rolls back weird. it rolls back all winded <laughs> how many <laughs> how many did you drop lynn <sighs> two <laughs> <laughs> So well, actually, yeah, so, they, so it would be small. These mines would be. Yeah, I guess they're small. Handheld. I would bet you. Small. I hadn't looked it up, and I wish I had now because the thought didn't cross my mind. You know those cutaway books they put out for Star Wars, where they take like yeah, the sand you crawler. The, you see, I bet you yeah. it would not surprise me if they did a cutaway of this, and we could actually see how many are in there. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Now I'm curious. I'll look it up during trivia when I don't really pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it because I'm barely hanging okay, on cool. anyway. So <laughs> now speaking of those explosives, the entire front half of the droid, that actually contained a rotating explosive storage rack. And with it taking up that entire side of the droid, I actually wrote inspired by the design of the rear of the Ford Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad, glad you guys got that. Half our listeners didn't because they're younger than us and don't know yeah. what Pinto is. I don't understand what you're saying, <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> Matt's favorite thing, Boomer. It doesn't. <laughs> I say, oh, you mean to say? Yeah. Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah. I say that a lot of my brew club. <laughs> I don't see any cross section of the no. of the thing. Well, then that's a fail on whoever wrote those books. <laughs> I'm going to draw it right now on an index card. Yeah. I need 40 I'm draw minutes. 10 minds inside. It. Entertain yourself. <laughs> I did find an action figure though of this. Are you no. going to cover that? No. Did I didn't you? know there was one. The pro I used to think the 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 gonk droid was <laughs> the most worthless action figure, but now this is it, it actually you comes say with worthless, a Jawa. I say must have. <laughs> it Must is a Jawa. $20 on Amazon. Well, I'm going to check eBay. 
and Lindroid with the Jawa, yeah. I ain't paying twenty dollars for it. I gotta see if I have that. Chris is all like, what? <laughs> I might have it right behind me somewhere. Like there was that, gonna clip there, by a TIE fighter. What? <laughs> there was that one droid that was in the the uh Jawa sale that just looked like kind of a big Robbie the robot without but without legs, I think is probably worse. Those are they actually use those again in the Mandalorian, I think. If oh, I think about the same one. It, it, it may be. I, I, oh, I need to go back and watch that. There we go. Someone's selling it loose for two forty nine on eBay, sir. You have yourself a customer. You can, <laughs> Did you buy it? Not yet. I'm about to. Oh, Matt's he's got gonna, it open. He's got it open, and we can see all the explosives. Here we go. I'm going to use this as my my uh, basis for this. So there are actually I I can see the, clearly the number of the explosives. The rest are mechanics. So we'll do it closest to the pin. So anyone else looking at it before I do that? Peters. I think I do see the picture you're talking about. Is is the is the dome lit off? Yep. Okay. Anyone got? I'll just say anyone got to guess that because I don't have a prize to give anyone. How many are inside? Yes. Twenty five. Tim, you got a guess? Uh, uh, no, I don't. I haven't haven't seen it, but I, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing like yeah, like ten, 10 to fifteen. Okay, Chris, are you looking at it? I think so. Did it say thirty? Uh, oh, th- oh no! I didn't see that. I was like, "What picture are you looking at?" I a picture. No, I mean, can you can you <laughs> copy the link and throw it in the Facebook? Uh? It's a it's a Kathy Ireland picture. Maybe maybe it says thirtieth anniversary. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never you mind. Oh, okay. Because I see, I physically see six. I don't yeah, know that I'm that's true it or to not. All you guys. I don't know if that's true or not, but I. Oh, I see. see Dave it. just sent that. I just sent it. Which six? Like where? Where's this? Six Those there? brown things on the side are the mines, aren't they? The, the picture that I'm looking okay. at it that is the only thing. It's if you look at it sideways, it looks like they're stacked, like they're meant to be taken out of that, and the, everything else looks like a gear or a wire. Mm-hmm. So I think there's six. That could be That's wrong. Nothing. I know. That's dumb. Who picked this character? so well there's a lot else there's a lot of other stuff going on on this droid too and that's that's part of the problem of the design because and also inside or attached to this droid is a retractable arm with a set of pincers on the end which you can see i think in that picture dave sent to uh no of course it was i say that and it's not in that picture but it's i think you might even be able to see it in the movie so it's got that has to retract and move around and pick up the explosive and place it down and they also have a full array of different types of sensors for terrain, for, um, well, I guess mainly for terrain, I just realized, but not just forward motion, but the, it's actually, it's, it's for what's ahead of it so it can navigate. And also for the, what would you call it? The um, mining part of it, when it's going through rock, it has to actually see how thick the rock is, analyze what type of rock it is to know exactly where and where and, and analyze any uh structural cracks inside that rock to figure out where to place the explosive. So there's more to this droid than just being full of explosives. It actually, okay. if it's going to go out on its own, it has to figure this stuff out. If it's going to go out And if you make a mess, it, it vacuums up all It does, all yes. It does, and it goes, but it does it in really weird patterns that make no fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Roomba, kick that shit. And has a little little brush outside that comes out the side that does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So it has 
a part of its array is uh, I I know you can see that in a movie because it looks like a metal Dianoga eye. It's like an almost like an eye, but it's a lens on top of a stick coming yeah, on top yeah, yeah. of it. So that thing is what is taking all the readings. The biggest flaw design. Well, we're talking a lot of design flaws here, but this might be the biggest. That is like the only piece of this that doesn't retract. So an enemy can just shoot that off, and then the thing it, goes, it, "Well, fuck! I don't know where I am. What do I do now?" It doesn't yeah. go down like a like the R 2s uh, lightsaber doesn't just like go down back in its, its dome. It said to this a non retractable. So that's stupid. Yes, that is. It can go. It can go like under a bridge or under a car or something and knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. I mean it. it and then somebody note say it said it couldn't retract. So anyone that's fighting on the side of the mind droid could just aim for the primary sensor just kick pop yeah really yep yep now this sense now i said if it's working on its own and i said that on purpose because this sentence was pretty interesting to me because we've never had this conversation about a droid the sentence said the sensor sensor was capable of sending a live feed to the external operators so they could review the droid's progress to me that implies that it's like being remotely controlled it's yeah. not a droid it's a drone yeah right right exactly yeah yeah a drone a, a drone on land like a yeah remote controlled that's so, exactly that, that hasn't happened these it, other things were all sentient or whatever yeah. you want to well, call it autonomous and its name autonomous is in the description so it kind of contradicts its title it's that was i was i was not expecting to see that because what we've never we've never said that about droids before so it's and tim's exactly right i think it takes it out of the droid world and makes it more of a drone it's mindless yeah, that is different. It's, Are you and it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this droid that's in a New Hope? I, I mean, I'm, I remember the scene and I saw the still shots. But did that droid belong to Uncle Owen, or was that being paraded out by the Jawa? It was out by the Jawa, and apparently it was motion censored okay. because the Jawa was swinging his hands like, "Come on, come on, go, go!" Wow, wow. Okay. To see if there's a picture of it in the. Uh, so it was in the storybook. It was available for purchase. Yes, yes, it was. Yep, it it is. It is in the storybook, and I gotta say that thing is big. It's uh, it's it's a lot larger than I would think. It looks like it's probably that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like its diameter is probably chode for at least four and a half feet. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it would be a chode. This is the chode of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it, lo- it looks like its diameter is like four and a half feet or so, at least. That's pretty big. Well, it's got to be big to carry six whole mines. <laughs> six. And the mines are small. Yeah. Like, there should be some more in there. I sent a, a cartoon. Cart- <laughs> I sent that cartoon of you. It was some game where you had to, like, I don't know what the game was. It was a card game or something. But it actually showed the thing planting the mines. Oh, really? I saw yeah. that picture, Dave. I just that's, sent that's that in. Cool. Yeah, it, it it's it it's the thing in action. It's a cartoon. Uh, why is my but Facebook so for all the trouble? Yeah, have more than six. It plants the mines yeah. the same way the the those little like quarter machines with the chicken would plant the eggs. This thing doesn't. This thing hardly see at the grocery store. This thing hardly looks like the one from the movie. This looks like that. It, it's like it was a a tick that fell off the or a flea that fell off the Legion of Doom. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> outside the Legion of Doom, outside Endor. And That's you see, funny. I do like this picture because there's one rolling right through an explosion. It just said, "Going oh hell." 
<laughs> Ouch. Did yeah, you hear something? I picture them with like Eeyore's voice. Did you hear something? No, I didn't. <laughs> well, it'd actually be going one zero one 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 because their primary language is binary, which is actually in my That's notes. That's true. So they could have spoke to they could have talked to the moisture evaporators. They didn't need C three PO. Although the 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 one in the picture here is kicking up some dust. So it must be it must be getting some speed. <laughs> or it's stuck, which is uh, happens a lot That's with these droids. So uh, the speeds are <laughs> slow and less slow. The other half of the dome, the one that didn't house the explosives, had the sonic sensors, and this is this is actually the set of sensors that would check for weaknesses in terrains, rock formations, buildings, structural supports, that kind of thing. And the sensor array allowed the allowed the droid to, or the external operator, I suppose, to determine the best place to put the explosive. And the sensors could actually set off the other mines. So it was like the transmitter for the remote controls for to set itself, the, the explosives off, which begs the question, what's its range? Because wouldn't it set off all the explosives inside it at the same time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably sure, not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Death. <laughs> <laughs> so the communications antenna, it was, it was the only retractable, fully retractable piece that could go below the dome because without that, then it couldn't get any instructions to from the operator or send back. So that, I guess, technically is the most important thing apart from the the, the optic sensors. Because even if you knocked out the sensors, you could at least say return to starting position, and it would, should be able to backtrack every move it already made, considering assuming it has some kind of memory for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is different than anything else. Yep. That we've done. Did you guys ever have or know anyone that had that remote control? R2-D2 when we were little? No, I um, wanted it. Yeah, I don't think so, no. You'd be the only person how- I would guess that would actually have had it. Yeah, had yeah I only got... I didn't get stuff like that. I only got the, the, you know, like, whatever you want to call them, the more like in your imagination kind of toys, the, the ships and the figures. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. I didn't get the other stuff. Yeah. Like the, uh, I just wonder... I wonder how it worked. Because I, I see people with those BB-8s now. They're pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. The uh, R2-D2 one, I didn't have that, but I had a remote control car that worked on the same mechanics. And it always did the same thing. It went forward until you hit a button, then it reversed, and the wheel would shift, and it would make a hard left backwards left turn, and then you'd let it go till it was pointing the direction you wanted. The, I remember from the commercial R2-D2 moving the same way. Well, we got Luke the, one, the, the BB-8 you control with your iPhone. Yeah, it like connects to it. And all. It yeah. is cool, but it it can't do it on carpet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> has yeah. to be like tile floor or something. And as soon as it hits a bump, the the top of the dome just falls right off. <laughs> That's funny. So he played for for like six minutes and then yeah. haven't seen it since. <laughs> a, and then he picked up the box and played with that instead, like a cat. That's a hundred dollar. Exactly. Hundred dollar one trick pony. That's yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Unless you're gonna go racing, like with the cars that you have, the ones that you can race. I find those sort of things literally just one trick ponies. It's well, like, it what's what sucks is we also got them years later. We got them Mario and Luigi on the Mario Kart things. Uh, remote control. We go up to to school, but the remote control you can only do it with with whatever six at six to like ten feet. So you're driving it and it fucking stops. And you gotta <laughs> walk over to it, drive. So we had to like run with it. 
Oh, geez. Oh, that's which a is pain a pain in the ass. ass. I was yeah. like, you win. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. At the at the end of the ride, at the end of the haha, made you exercise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But it was Italian. Major exercise. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's a me. I made you something a little less fat. <laughs> <laughs> now you look a Wario. Uh, that's all I know. Oh. And that was your consumer report edition <laughs> of Star Wars. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Don't buy this stuff. It's going to break and your kids will get sick of it in 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so the means of locomotion of this droid were a pair of armored treads. We're talking like tank treads here. And this was an awful, awful design flaw for this thing. Like most of everything on this. Because it, had a re- it was just a recurring problem for this in the open environment i'm sure on the factory floor we're great but the biggest issue is if there's ever any water around or any moisture <laughs> in the ground because the treads would constantly rotate and pick up bits of dirt and mud and sand and water and pull it back up into the body so there is this problem so this thing of it fight, shorting it, it yes it would short itself out from picking up water and bring oh, it into its own body god so, so, so the stupid. enemy just has, has to fight fight people when it's raining. Yeah, and they win. Well, the best part about this is that it was it was engineered fairly uh, what's the word like competently, but not completely because it wouldn't just short out and stop like most electronic devices. Only parts of it would. So it start doing things like going the wrong direction. <laughs> it would spin in circles. It would corner Tom Selleck in an office building. You know that kinds of stuff. Sleeping with your wife. Honey! I'm sorry it got wet. Literally. (laughs) And the droid was here, too. (laughs) Uh, And of course, you can imagine with between the tank treads and the armor and everything else, this thing was slow as crap. And when it went the wrong direction, uh, it would, I mean, sorry, it would often go off in the wrong direction and sometimes it would just even stop. It was just so heavy, it couldn't move on whatever ground it was on. And retrieving these things were a fucking nightmare because they were so heavy. It's it like, it's useless. Yeah. It would never ask for directions to get back. <laughs> it's Could like, you just roll, uh, roll over and ask that guy, no, I know where we're going. Half the battalion, we're going slowly. Half the battalion would have to go out there, all grab a quarter, go one, two, three, lift it and turn in the right direction and run back undercover into the trench. That is, this thing is such a, the only thing good about this is put them two side by side and you see boobs. That's the only thing good about this. <laughs> That's true. You're right. <laughs> It's like it's like the when Bugs Bunny would dress like dress like the girl in that opera thing and he wore the metal bustier. Yes. Yeah. That was that's what that looks like. I wonder why Uncle Owen didn't buy this piece of shit. <laughs> he probably owed one at one point. He didn't seem like a very wise spender. This is true. <laughs> so apart from all the physical issues this thing had, it, it also had a eventually developed this unfair reputation across the galaxy because this model of droid was blamed for setting off an explosion deep underground that killed several miners in this mining operation. Jeez. Yes. And then <laughs> not, later down the line, during the whole trial and investigation and whatnot, the droid and the manufacturer, was it Cybot, something or other, Automaton, they were cleared of all charges and wrongdoing. They said it wasn't a droid, but it didn't matter. Their reputation was already shit. So Cybot Galactica, oh, it was the next line of what a red bit. Cybot Galactica, they retired the line, and most of the remaining stock was grabbed by the Galactic Republic to now 
be mine clearing droids. They go out with the sensors, remove the mines, take them say somewhere safe, or if it was in a safe area, just just set them off right there because the droid could survive it. Right, they could just drive over it, yeah. and detonate it, and just go to the next. Yeah, one so and at detonate least it. at least they could find it and survive the detonation. So they had some good in the end. The ones that didn't get picked up by the Republic just ended up in New York City on the streets with a little. Uh, cup and there's a shake i ain't got no legs <laughs> ching, 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 ching. there's actually there is actually a story what happened to the ones that didn't get picked up with the republic oh those, yeah, am, I, am, I, those, am i accurate those we, uh, no but your story is not bad at all actually it's a i like this story too but yours is pretty good they were sold they, this is like galactic sidebots like it's finally get them the fuck out of our hair and they sold them at like a, a like a crazy eddy price they were like super cheap and yeah, then insane. all of a sudden they became super po- super popular with the criminal elements of the galaxy because they used those super enhanced sensors and the explosives to break into like super secure vaults all over the galaxy <laughs> hey there you go where there's a will there's a way yep yeah now yep. and then finally there were several of these droids left behind on Tatooine. They were abandoned by the same mining company that abandoned the sand crawlers. They were part Man, of the we same. Found shit. They were part oh. of that mining company. And so they were, of course, commandeered by the Jawas as well. And they tried to sell them off throughout the years on Tatooine. And hmm. as we saw, one Jawa tried to sell one to the Lars homestead, but they passed on it. And this particular droid's name is was Lin Dot. No, that's not right. Lin dash five eight K. So yes, it did have a name. Chris brought that up earlier, and I totally forgot that. And on <laughs> that note, that's all I got. This we is had, good because, like, like Dave said, it's from a New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> and we had had a conversation at one point, maybe when we did the Jawa, that how much of an enterprise can this be that these idiots are scavenging a desert planet? For droids to refurbish and sell, how many can they be finding? But apparently they are, right? Because they they have quite a, a, a warehouse full it's of a droids. Well, it's a menagerie. Well, having that story, and it, I I don't know if it was made for the Sandcrawler or maybe the Sandcrawler was taken from another story. But honestly, like just having that mining operation, it's like that is kind of almost like giving them carb launch to fill in so many backstories it's like well we don't know what this droid was well this droid he was an air purifier droid so he came with the mining company it's like that that, that one idea can just really fill in a lot of gaps for them and, and we've had two stories so far and it wouldn't surprise me to find if we really dug that maybe not episode length stories but there might be more entries of items that came from that idea of a mining company once being on Tatooine and then just abruptly leaving everything behind right and scavengers, well, yeah, just right. taking whatever they could get. Yeah. Well, it also seems like Tatooine is like a junker planet. So, do you think places like, say, Coruscant, bring like? Do you think there are junk dealers that go to Coruscant and bring their shit back to t- Tatooine to sell? No, you can only do that on Jakku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all, really all these all these desert planets are are, are junker planets, but. You know, only so much junk can come to the planet. You need to I think you need to go out and, and, and find your junk elsewhere and bring it back. Hmm. Import, import, that export. Could, that could be true. There could be people that are bringing it to the Jawa who know that they'll buy it and then turn around and sell it like a used car kind of thing. Or it, it could even be not even as uh, business like in that. Tatooine sucks <laughs> and you need a place to dump your garbage. So let's let's leave like like shoot it 
you know, dump it off our ship onto Tatooine because it's like crap about it. It's it's like that uh, in uh, what is it? The Thor Ragnarok, the that anus that just shoots junk out of it from one dimension <laughs> to another. Anus, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, it's my birthday! It's my birthday! It's my birthday! <laughs> oh. Matt, do you, after all that, do you got some feedback? I do, I do. I've got a couple here. I'll read, and I do. Okay. We we haven't been talking much about Patreon, especially during the quarantine, because not everyone's working and not everyone knows what they're going back to. But when you get a message like this, and someone took the time to write it, I'm going to share it. It is from Patreon, and it's from Scott. And I shared this with you guys, so I think you know what's coming. But mm-hmm. I'm going to read it again. And he wrote, "Hey, Matt, Chris, Tim, and Dave, just wanted to say hello and let you know how much I love your Swick podcast. I'm a very, I am very, very addicted to it. You guys are just about the funniest and most entertaining group I've listened to. I'm about 20 episodes away from being caught up, and I'm really looking forward to starting at the beginning all over again. My boss Lex is the one who got me hooked onto your show about six months ago, and I go through about two or three episodes a day easy." I think right now he's on his third playthrough of Swig, so you definitely have at least two diehard fans over here in Utah. I told my boss a few times that if I had a choice of meeting big name Star Wars or big Star Wars names like George Lucas, Harrison Ford, or Mark Hamill, and meeting you guys, I would much rather meet you guys hands down, no contest. Thank you for mm-hmm. all the laughs and keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you, Scott. That was a great message, and thank you, Lex. I don't know if I should praise you or chastise you for having your <laughs> having your employee influenced by art. Well, you're listening to us, so I guess you're on the same wavelength. I should I should praise you. So thank you, Lex, as well for for listening. That was the name really like nice. the name with a name like Lex. He has to be a good guy. <laughs> That's right. Yes. There's, there's no there's no villains named Lex. No, I can't think of not any. A single one. No. A, not a one. That was super nice. That was that nice. Very yes. nice. Yes. Yeah. And. Just to round it out, because usually do more than one, I will read one from the uh, Quigon feedback from very long ago at this point. I don't even Whoa. know how long we did that. So this is from Bosk from Accounting, which I've heard that name before. I think we've uh, interacted with him before in some that handle. But I'm going to say, I'm just going to read this here. I'm ridiculously late to the Swick podcast and still making my way through the older episodes. I love the humor and the balanced perspective you get with all four regular panelists. The balance is what kept me interested most because while I'm probably somewhere between Tim and Chris, I know plenty of people that are closer to a Matt or Dave. Is this like a, uh, a, a ginger or Marianne or a Monica or a Rachel? What's going on? Here? I want to be Marianne. This is how right here. Mrs. how right here. I keep coming back simply because you're entertaining, which I've struggled to find with other star Wars related podcasts. Finally, someday I'll catch up on a Swick episodes. Then I'm looking forward to some of the other Neos as podcasts like Seinfeld and character and pass the popcorn. Keep doing what you're doing and may the force be with you. Well, thank you bust from accounting as well. Yeah. Very great you. name. Finally, someone's looking forward to pass the popcorn. <laughs> we have well, two listeners he's, now. I, he's insinuating he hasn't heard it yet, so I wouldn't get too excited. Yeah, we still have one. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to listen to it to make sure the file's okay. Oh, we got two. Thank you, Matt. <clears throat> awesome. Well, Dave, are we continuing your trivia? Well, I don't know what you call this. I don't know if it's actually trivia. I'm thinking it's more of a game. newlywed game type situation to see amongst the four of us. That have known each other for 30 years, like most yeah. newlyweds. 
Yeah, that's true. Who knows whom the the best? But I I would like if you would all permit me before I do that to do my own little feedback for a second. No. Yes. And, and thank all of you, the Star Wars and character family, for what you've done for my son uh, over his birthday the last couple of days. Because turning eighteen, when you're not going back to school, and who knows if going you're going to have a graduation ceremony, a prom, and all that kind of stuff, turning eighteen in the midst of it yeah. is tough. And all of you have done something for him, and I, I want to say thank you to Matt and Christy and and Matt's parents, even <laughs> who sent my son a card and twenty dollars. Like, I mean, hey. this is above and the bond. Chris and Ke- and Kelly, you know, like, and and Chris did what Chris does. He he sends a <laughs> sends a card. He put a dollar in it and taped it down with packing tape. Oh, I don't yes. know how many layers <laughs> thick. So he's never going to even get this dollar out of the thing. Um, and Tim. I, Tim really went above and beyond and in, in not only sending uh, my son Jack a Nirvana t-shirt that he made, but uh, we listened to Tim's radio show, which is on oh, every nice. Monday night. And Tim did a special birthday dedication to Jack and uh, really said some nice things about him and this situation. So I just wanted to thank all you guys on behalf of, of Jack and and. Uh, I don't know. It meant a lot to us, so I uh, thank you all. You're welcome. Did did Very Jack well. run run out of the room crying? <laughs> so I'm happy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think Jack cries. Every time I see him, he just stands there and looks at you and then you start crying <laughs> <laughs> well it was very nice of you all and i wanted to thank you all um, oh, you're welcome and with that here's what we're doing i have asked you guys some stupid questions <laughs> and you have sent me your answers and now we're gonna know you guys are gonna guess what the others said to see who will win the lindroid episode okay <laughs> okay so the first question of the two questions was, what celebrity do you most look like or have been told you look the most like? Okay. So random selection. Chris, yes. you have me. What I celebra- have you. What celebrity do I look like or have been told I look like? What did I answer? For a point. You're the oh toughest, I think, of all four of yeah, us. Yeah. I, like, I was hoping Tim or Batman, I was like, oh, I, I know them immediately, but you. Leaf Carrot. <laughs> I'd take that. <laughs> Mickey ah. Rourke post-surgery. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Guys. <laughs> that was awful. That was awful. Pre-surgery, post-fight. I'm going to say Louis Mid wrestler episode four of Splash. No, um, Louis Jack and I watched the Louis okay. Anderson dive the other day. I got no way. I don't know why he started thinking of it, but we were both not only laughing at it, but laughing at Chris your reaction that we weren't even listening to <laughs> that backflip one, right? Where he just rolled off the damn thing. Yeah, Hell and yeah. The, the best part is still when he sits down, he gets the hand down, and when he hits the ground, he goes. Ow! <laughs> Jack was crying. You want to see him cry? He was crying, laughing so hard at this. <laughs> oh, that show was great. It was. I miss it. Is, is that? Do you think that's on anywhere? Like, can you watch it anywhere? Like full full episodes? I only want to see Louis Anderson flip. Let's be on honest. ABC. Just we gotta do it. We gotta do a commentary on that. Just oh, that would be great. Oh, that's a that That'd might be, be the best idea you've ever had, Chris. 
Patreon. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I, I, I'd fine. even I'd even get it through. Uh, I think that would even be like a good quarantine content too. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! I forget the question. <laughs> What oh, celebrity? Dave, Dave what celebrity do I look like or have been told I look like? There's, I have two. I, I just know. told you you look like Mickey Rourke post fight. Does that or post surgery? Does that count? No. Oh, okay. Dave, I, I don't. I never looked at you and said Dave looks like this person. I never ever. have either. Yeah, that's why he said this one's tough. All right. Do I'm gonna say no. I'll, I'll. I will say. I will say. I don't know the guy's name, but. You do. He looks like Tim Allen, but he's the uh, place for the Phillies. <laughs> What's what? that guy's name? I always used to tell you about. It. He looks like Tim Allen. He was a he was a catch a catcher. John Crook. No. No, you remember I his Tim name. Allen. I don't know Tim Allen. Tim Allen. No, I don't get told I look like Tim Allen. So uh, that's a negative for you. The the one that I get told that I'm not happy about is Russell Crowe. Yeah. But, but it's fat Russell Crowe. Oh. Well, that yeah. <laughs> it's like do it's, they do they tell you that? Like you yeah, know, like not not Maximus. Yeah, they're like you know not but, not Russell Max, Crowe, Maximum Maximus. <laughs> yeah, not Russell Crowe in the Gladiator so much, but maybe that one you know uh, where he's a uh, uh, the one about cigarette smoking <laughs> or Les Mis. I look like fat <laughs> Russell Crowe. Never. And I get Charlie Day a lot. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I, I, I can't even... I but Fat Charlie either. Day. Yeah, Fat <laughs> Charlie Day, yes. It's like if you put if you put Martin Short's fat, Jiminy Glick fat suit on Charlie Day, then we're talking. Yeah. That's me, exactly. <laughs> Plus, and add a little uh, post-surgery... Uh, who did you say? Uh, uh, Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. Yeah. yeah. So that's me to a T. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Tim, you have Matt. What did Matt say is the celebrity that he gets the most? That, he, that Matt gets the most. I know Chris will get this one. Oh, geez, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I have. I uh, think I know this. Fat Andre Agassi. <laughs> <laughs> that's what? that's closer than what I will tell you. This. I'm going with what people have said. I do not see it at all. And I've heard more than one person say say this. I don't see it at all. I don't know if that helps or hurts the guess. Scotty Pippen. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, not not fat Andre. Andre no, I like it's it's that's uh, more accurate. But uh, yeah, the, I'm I'm just thinking of the hair when when you wear the the uh, the headband. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> that's very true. you're right. Very Agassi. All right, Andre Agassi. I'll say that. No, Chris. You have said this about Matt. I, I yeah, but it's Tom Petty. No, no, no. You've said this other person more than once, and Matt likes this guy. I like him, <laughs> but I don't think I look anything like him. I, I I don't know where people get this from. I thought it was Tom Petty for sure. Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, uh, yes, I have. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't mind it at all. I. But I just don't think I look anything like him i think that's an insult to Kiefer sutherland like I, like a I younger Kiefer sutherland like like as i said with the hair okay the way the way your I hair guess, used uh, to be was kind of like uh oh, gotcha. lost yeah. boys yeah that's true that is true i'll give you that that is I can I can't, that, yeah. that one that i can agree with okay that part yes yeah. but ugh. okay 
I see it. I see the keeper, Sutherland. I, 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 I think that's a compliment to me. It's an insult to Kiefer, poor guy. <laughs> Matt, you get Tim. It's gotta be. If it, if anyone else is not, if it's anyone but John Lennon, I don't know who it is. <laughs> it's gotta be John Lennon. And granted, it's more from when we grew up with him, but still, yeah. it's, he's always John Lennon to me as far as that look goes. All right. He has two names. Okay. He has young versus now. Okay. <laughs> the now, he has Steve Perry. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and the young John Lennon. Yeah. But we so, mean dead John Lennon. Oh, oh. <laughs> We mean John Lennon with a bullet in him. That's what we mean. <laughs> we yeah. mean exhumed body John Lennon. <laughs> now, yeah, when I when I was in high school, it was it was John Lennon. I had the long hair, yeah. I had the round glasses. I used to wear this little like hat that John Lennon used to wear. Yeah, and then as I got older, I started to, to widen, <laughs> <laughs> and so I started to look like Sean Lennon. Yeah. And now more so, and now more so uh, uh, Julian uh, Lennon. <laughs> if Julian Lennon and uh, Yoko Ono and Steve. Steve Perry had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's point for Matt. Now I will give both Tim and Matt a shot at Chris's, and Chris is oh. not happy. Chris is not happy about it. Yeah, I'm not, and I, I and I can give a hint if you guys want a hint. Oh, I know. I think I know who it is because I've heard. I, I I've heard. I've heard more yeah. than more than one person call you this, and I know you don't like it, but uh, I don't I've, see it. I've heard people call you Tom Arnold many times. Yeah. That's I don't see it. The answer is Adam Drive. Dad, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. So that's two points for Matt, one point for Tim. Chris, you hate this. What? What is it? I don't look like Tom Arnold at all. I don't think I do. There's a movie. I don't know which one it is. I don't think it's True Lies. But there's a movie where his mannerisms were very much like yours. Maybe it was that one with uh, Rick Moranis and Don Knotts. Yeah. And it was Big more bullet. it was more yeah, it was more that than you looking too much like him. You moved you two moved similarly in that when he was in that movie. I'm gonna watch Big Bully now. You've got the swagger of a young Tom Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's two to one and we move on to the last there there was that one there is that one movie that he was in the stupids oh, God. <laughs> where if you look at if you look at the, the poster here on IMDB of the stupids oh, all right. it does have Stop a little everything. bit of a, a Chris look to it the stupid uh, it does actually Ooh, that's creepy what, in the hat no the, yeah. the it's like when you when the when the camera's on you and you make that ridiculous smile on purpose like when you're staring at Superman and Batman fighting that's the smile in the eyes you used looking at at that yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, that's what it is maybe it wasn't the mannerisms maybe it's the expressions I kind I hate to say it, I do kind of see it now <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should you should get Kel to, to but to here's the it. thing here's the thing the only person who's ever told me about Tom Arnold is married to Dave <laughs> that's it Nobody but, else told me that. But you've gotten several people just now to agree to this. Yeah. So I agree. Yes, you are right. <laughs> including yourself. So I don't know what to tell you, buddy. 
It could be worse. It could have been Roseanne or Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last one that we did for this, and this is erotic. Okay. Mm. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to, had to kiss a man, which celebrity would you kiss? If it wouldn't be had to. What if I want to? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you have Tim. To kiss or to guess? <laughs> oh, okay. Is it is it a a swick host? No, these are celebrities. Oh, okay, we right. are not celebrities. What <laughs> celebrity, if ha- if he had to, would Tim smooch? I will say he wants to rub the bald head and kiss Billy Zane's lips. <laughs> Billy Zane. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. Billy Zane is, of course, correct. Ah, of course. <laughs> He's and Billy that, Zane. He's, he's he's like a fine wine. Just, <laughs> that would you use use tongue or just just a peck? I would probably just kiss him on the lips. Okay. I don't need to. I don't need to go deep, deep kissing. <laughs> oh, it's Matt two, Tim one, Chris one. Uh, Matt, you have Chris. Okay, um, that's tough. I mean, you want to say. My immediate thought is Mel Gibson, but I don't think he likes. I mean, he, Mel Gibson's is is acting hero, but I don't. I don't think he wants to kiss him. But I don't know. It would have to be a. He's a tra- my real life hero. Dude. Well, that's what. I, yeah, especially in when he gets pulled over by the cops. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to. I know you've either made jokes or even said like particular actors are handsome men, but I can't remember any of them now. So I don't know. I'm gonna go. Back to the '90s and go with Richard Grieco. He's always a good guess for these things. I have, <laughs> Richard I have, Dreyfus, because I have no idea. Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> Richard Grieco, Booker himself is incorrect. Yeah, I don't know. He writes. Not only does he write Zach well, Efron. Doesn't Tim get a guess? No, we'll do. Uh, oh, Let's we'll do, do that now. on the trivia. Oh, okay. On the tri- on the trivia game. Which oh, I can't is, remember. Yeah, I sorry, I forget which. If is you're what still now. listening to this, uh, yeah. Star Wars and character people, please listen to the trivia game because the three of these guys are hilarious. On <laughs> Chris writes Zach Efron, and after it writes Yum, <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh probably one God, he said. Yeah. That's probably one of the ones he, one of the names he said, and I've completely forgotten. <laughs> See, I, I would have guessed Colin Farrell. I, I always say that I would face fuck him, Tim. If, if they would have asked, <laughs> but you wouldn't kiss him. Who I would face fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that's for a different show. That's another show. Yeah. Another trivia question. All right, Tim, you have Matt. Handsome men. Well, the question just is: if you had to kiss a man, which celebrity would it be? Handsome or not, yeah. The rest is up to you. I will, I will, I will yeah. tell you that I was, I think, the last person to give Dave my questions, and he kind of asked where they were, so it was just like, I don't know, and just here. So it's not a uh, great answer. Richard Grieco, Booker. I wish that's what I said now. <laughs> huh. Matt seems to me to be a Matthew McConaughey. Man, Ooh. Oh, I would say I, he's got I would say if Matthew, I think if Matthew McConaughey and him were to were pushed into a closet together, <laughs> <laughs> there would be a kiss. Be some mad on mad action. Yeah, it's <laughs> seven seven maddots in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, he would not like to go into that closet, but uh, he would go into the closet with RuPaul. Okay. Okay. When I was in uh, when I was in Vegas at the Tropicana, RuPaul has a has a drag show, and I, I was I'd gone to see I'd gone to see Rich Little do his thing at the Laugh Factory. Oh, Christ, I would have blown my brains out there in that show. <laughs> it was uh, it was something else. It was something else. <laughs> but I'm 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 leaving and I'm walking through the Tropicana to go back to my car, and um, I guess RuPaul's drag show had just let out. Mm-hmm. And RuPaul wasn't in the room, but there's there's a little gift shop, a RuPaul gift shop. But I guess RuPaul has these like assless chap cow, cowboys in the show. And there were a few of these guys like standing there all greased up, all muscular, taking pictures with people who, who went to the show. And the, the whole line was basically a bunch of guys who look like me, to be honest. John Lennon? Waiting in line. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of, <laughs> bunch, of, bunch, of, bunch of chubby John Lennons waiting to get their pictures taken with these chiseled, greased up, uh, assless chap cowboys. And I was like, should I get in that line? <laughs> I did and? not. I did not. I kept going. I thought it was a rhetorical <laughs> question. Should I get in that line? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this. And uh, that means Matt with two has won. Oh, my God. The, the outcast the, knows stalks his. That's right. Cl- is the click. the Lin the Lin Manuel droid <laughs> episode has been won by Matt. So congratulations, Matt! Yay! <laughs> I only <laughs> learned this. I only learned this stuff from having to sit and record and listen to everybody, then having to listen back and edit it. So I've actually heard. <laughs> I spent twice as much time with you people on this show than the rest of you have with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Well, well, thank you very much, Matt, for telling us about this wonderful dome. What a piece of shit this thing was! <laughs> it was it really not the episode. No, the I meant the thing. Count. Yeah, this is this is like <laughs> this would be the this is this is how my luck is. I'd save up like everyone else is getting like the the three PO protocol droid. I'm like I'm saving up and saving up my money. I'm like I'm gonna get the Lindroid. I'm gonna be different, and I'm the one that gets fucked because I got, I bought the Lindroid. <laughs> It's like the beta. Yes, of yes. VCR. That's that's exactly what this is. Well, join us next time, where we will just talk about something better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. Thank you.